Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Ryback Show Live. I am the big guy, Ryback. Thank you for joining me. Happy Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. Opening up a nice cold strawberry. Zevia here to kick off the show. I like to have a couple of these a day most days. Usually at night, having one early today. Streaming live, Instagram and TikTok. The big guy, Ryback22. Thank you for all the love and support. Really, really close to hitting 3 million over on TikTok account. It looks like it's been restricted for the past week, so we're hoping... Uh, I have to send emails constantly and stay on top. They hide my comments, promoting my business repeatedly and uh, post. I could just tell when they have it off and I got a message. They won't get back to me, but it'll just be fixed mysteriously within a few days and uh, posts will start getting some traction again. So uh, thank you guys for all the love and support. IG been great. IG has been doing a lot, lot better as far as on, on some of the posts and, and how many views everything is getting. So that's always, always really, really cool. Streaming live, Ryback TV over on YouTube. 402,000 subscribers. Thank you very much, guys. That was we continue to, to move forward on that. Ryback rules on Twitch and at Ryback streaming on Twitter. We leave that up for a few days over there. And this show, this podcast is available on all podcast platforms. iTunes reviews are greatly, greatly appreciated if you have a moment. This podcast, this show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line, sweetened with stevia and monk fruit. No harmful artificial sweeteners or colors. Vegan friendly for all people to use. Men and women over on FeedMeMore.com. You could save 20% with the discount code RYBACKSHOW20. That's RYBACKSHOW20 to save 20% on the best supplements on the planet. And all the new Ryback merch on FeedMeMore.com. Dot com. Good to see everybody, everyone popping in today. We'll see if the numbers come up a little bit as we uh, we get going. Thank you, uh, Bade Martin, saying I'm your favorite YouTuber wrestler. I greatly, greatly appreciate that and love making content and just being myself and having fun. It's something, you know, you know it's one of the things I, I, I like to explain this periodically to people. 
I can't stress this enough. And this is, and I learned this uh, quite a, quite a while ago is we're going to be loved and we're going to be hated, especially in this day and age with the, everyone being connected on social media. There's billions of people, what close to 8 billion, that number's going up, going down. I don't, it's, we're around 8 billion people. You know, there's going to be people that, that love us and there's going to be people that hate us, but we may as well just be ourselves. And oftentimes, and I see this all the time and I hate it, but I, I hear one guy I always hear who does talk, it was Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. I love Gary's mindset on things. And he's one of the ones that preaches the same thing on be yourselves with this. And he go, he'll even say, he goes, I, yeah, maybe I lose some followers or I, I lose some business because I'm myself, because at least I'm happy. And I learned that many, many years ago, I go, that is the exact way to be. And so sometimes people, when I post my entertaining comment, entertainment type comment, uh, content, sorry, when I'm, when I'm being funny and I have it mixed in, there's a lot, there's right. It's never one thing or another with that. It's because I'm staying true to myself and laughter, laughter, is such a big, powerful thing. And I know that if I'm laughing, I know I can make other people laugh by sharing my content, by staying true to myself and not being fake. Cause a lot of people that like want to put out like business type content or advice, they're afraid of being funny. They're afraid of showing the, the, their, their, their sense of humor. And I and I, I go, why you little B, like be yourself, man. I see it all the time. They're one way behind the scenes, and then they in front of the camera, they they got to try to make their their social media all look the same and like all, you know. I know people that, and I know oh, this girl that tries to like put out, and she does put out great information, but she's a naturally funny person in real life, but she won't show that on her social media because she's afraid that it's going to take away. And I'm just like. Man, that sucks that you like, but hey, everyone has their choice on it. But that's my mindset, you know, on, on stuff. And and I always look at it, I go, if people get mad at anything funny that I ever post or think that that takes credibility away from anything else, man, that's just your limitations in your mind. I could care less. I'll block you in a heartbeat and keep moving forward and live without you. I, there's, like I said, there's 8 billion people. I'll find the ones that, that dig it and, you know, don't need to take the time to spread hate and negativity on any of that. And, and I encourage everyone, I think once you reach that state, it's living in a non-fear state at the end of the day. Because most of the time, two people say, oh man, you need to grow up. What does that even mean? I'm a grown man. I take care of my family. I pay my bills. I've got a, a, my own business. I work for myself. I sleep in without an alarm every day. I'm a grown ass man. What does that mean? Losing your sense of humor, losing the inner child in you? And I just ask you, when people say that kind of stuff, just ask yourself, ask them, what do you mean by that? Because we're laughing and having a good time. That means that, that we are, we are, we are, we're not being grown up. Please tell me, Jeffrey, living in your mom's basement, what being a grown up means. Please step up to the, to the, to the pedestal here and, and, and proclaim to all of us what that means. <laughs> hello, hello. Let's see. All right. I think we got a super check starting off. Tyler Sugru emptying the bank account early this morning. Good to see you, my man. A Ryback show regular. Hello, Ryback. You hit the shell shock on a lot of big guys. Do you think you would have been able to shell shock Andre the Giant? I do. And I'm shell shocked. I'll tell you, I, I think, I think, yes, 100%, absolutely no difficulties. Uh, and I don't know if there's a, sh a human alive that I could not shell shock. Now, the issue would come when somebody's severely, now, like, say somebody that's, like, on my 600-pound life or whatever, 700, 
somebody like that that is completely they're just they're they're not in a mobile state that in in their body is so soft and right heights dependent on how tall the shorter they are the harder it could be because the shorter somebody is the far, further down I have to squat down for a good morning leg press or squat slash good morning which makes that move very difficult at times because it's not just a straight up and down. Uh, and I'll tell you one of the guys, and it was that Fala Ba on an independent show many, many years ago, uh, I wrestled uh, somewhere in Jersey. And it was my back was at its worst. This was, I was, this was me at the peak of just my body being completely destroyed. Uh, my right leg was completely numb. And in my strength, I still was really strong, but I wasn't as strong as I was because I was so hurt. And he is a lot shorter than other bigger guys that are that are heavy. And so I had to get so low to get him up, and we did it. But I remember we tried it a couple times in the back, and I remember the first couple times I was like, I'm going to have to like go all out on this or else we're not going to get up. And uh, luckily we were able to do it during the match. And uh, But so the shorter and the bigger that somebody is, the harder it is. Also, body fat, the more essentially – body fat that somebody has that is that is just very soft you got to remember that body fat squishes into my body as i'm trying to exert force so i'm exerting for force without getting i'm sinking into them essentially right before we even start physically going up so i have to make sure i'm driving up with such force on people that have a higher body fat count with that that by the time i hit that that breaking point of sinking in into the body fat that we're going up with enough force. It's a crazy thing. It is a real thing though on that. But uh, so that's some of the things that would make the move more, more difficult. And obviously certain guys are able to kind of to jump a little bit better than others, which just helps with the sticking point more than anything. And like sometimes guys that, that can't jump, that can make the move a little more difficult um, because I could feel the sticking point at the bottom uh, that I just have to use a little more force on, but you'd be shocked. Some oftentimes the bigger guys are the easiest ones to get up. Uh, not, not, not in terms of guys smaller than, them, but like they're not nearly as difficult as what some may think. Uh, because and part of that is, is a good part of that's their mobility. Yes, I'm well aware of everything going on with WWE and Vince McMahon. We've actually talked about it on, on on other shows here on the Ryback Show. If you look at the archives on the on the Ryback TV or the podcast uh, platform, you will be able to see. I'm enjoying. I got a bottle of water here and a nice cold strawberry Zevia this morning on the show. I'll do my finish at BCAAs, 10-count creatine, and some ribose prior to training. After this... I'll run. I'll take the, I got to actually take a phone call. I got a business call, run the dogs to go grab a coffee and maybe get them a pup cup today. And uh, they're probably going to get excited just hearing that. And, uh, and then I got a big training session uh, today on top of more shoulder work and more, more work after all of that. I usually go all the way up until the night, uh, just constantly working on stuff, looking for things and um, just with feed me more nutrition. It's constantly, literally, I'm always doing something. Uh, even when I'm training, I'm looking and doing things and kind of, and I try to take breaks throughout it because it is, it's just, it's when you have your own business and you have people that do work for you and it's constantly, uh, 
you, your time is just spent managing everything. And if you let things go, it could add up really quickly. And uh, I always try to just stay on top of everything as it comes. Just so, and then I always have my little relaxation. I'll go, I pop my GTS and some Haritake capsules, which is like a third eye. It's for the pineal gland, uh, gland uh, but it really, really mellows you with the GTS go to sleep. I'll take that an hour before I'm ready to go to bed. I'll go sit outside for about 20, 30 minutes with the dogs. I'll usually sip on a Zevia on a bottle of water at night out by the fire pit, just relax by the pool. And I could feel it kind of kicking in. And I'm telling you by that, I, I, go, I get ready. I'll do a quick little round, usually on the shoulder, as I and I could feel it just kicking in more and more. And then I lie in bed, and uh, I'm out pretty, pretty quickly. I'll usually go over a few things, things I'm thankful for, kind of just really put myself in a nice mental state, and I'm out. And, uh, and then up early, usually 5 a.m. or around that time, give or take. I slept in a little later until 5.30 today. Real piece of trash. And uh, But I don't use the alarm, so I just woke up. I got, I, I went a little over eight hours, which I go, oh, my body must have needed it. And uh, which probably because I only got close to seven the night before. So it's crazy how the body, when you don't use an alarm clock, will balance itself out on its own with that, which is the most peaceful sleep in the world. I never got to experience it like this. You know, you know, when you're a kid, maybe in, out of school and you're not working yet, you get to experience it at times in the summer, right? And whatnot. Some don't even with that. But, you know, to be an adult and be able to go to bed when you want to go to bed, and I go to bed early and I, and I get up super early with no alarm. It is. I tell you, you want to talk about peaceful. It is the most peaceful thing in the world. And uh, I'm very grateful for that because I lived off alarm clocks my whole life. And those WWE alarm clock schedules are pure hell. Did I miss another? Uh, let's see here. Thank you, Pharaoh, for saying, uh, for, thank you for being a positive influence and inspiring me to start my own business. Congratulations. And it's a learning process that never ends. And you just got to stay hungry and uh, go one day at a time and constantly try to learn and improve. And it, it is it is truly, I'm truly grateful to own a business on something that I love and, and, and that process helped people and uh, help people change their mindsets and and, and lives uh, for the better. I truly believe, and it's uh, it's a very powerful thing, and uh, and I, it's cool. I always looked at because I remember when I was younger too, and I remember certain things that motivated me to like want to work out or be better. And I always remember that. And it's crazy because I'll meet like a lot of people, and people tell me like younger, a lot of like young teenage boys, people that in high school and different ones, they'll, they'll tell me, thank you for my childhood, man. You were the reason why I started working out. And I go, that's pretty cool because I 100% understand that because I remember that's how, when I was a kid who I looked at, you know, went for that. And I go, I really like that. I said, I, I like being the reason why somebody works out. Like I, I dig it. Like I, that, that's a great compliment to me because I know how much that's meant to me and given me so much and kept me intact with all the negativity and things that have gone on. Training is the one thing that holds is really, really holds things together for so many people. So to get somebody motivated into that, to what I love and that that world, that passion, and it 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 it, it connects to everything else in, in life that we do. So to me, that's a really cool thing, and I'm happy that you are you're starting your own business, and I wish you much much success. It doesn't always come instantly, so patience and just enjoy the process and the day to day. Uh, journey.
Thank you, Korea, for loving my mukbang. I do drink tea as well. I have uh, some mint tea. Uh, I'll occasionally do some matcha green tea. Uh, and uh, what's the other one? I have a few of them there that I'll, I'll just occasionally will we'll do a tea. On days that I fast, I like to drink tea quite a bit. The non-calorie, uh, oftentimes caffeine-free tea. The matcha might be the only thing that has a little bit of the natural caffeine from the matcha. Red Devil, I'm actually reading a really good book right now. And I got it. It's about it's cyber something. It's about online and how it's called online dissonance. I believe is it dissonance. Online dis dissonance. I believe it's online dissonance is the word. I may be me messing up. I got to look it back up. But it talks about where people uh, act a one way online because it, a lot of people, they feel they could be anonymous or even if they're not anonymous, they don't feel it, 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 like there's a threat. Like it, they're not as, uh, it, they do not act the same essentially as they would in person. And we see that I made a post yesterday on my Instagram and Twitter where it was a group of three guys, young young people, young guys came up to me at the gym last week. On this particular day, I probably took 10 photos in the gym of people coming over and because I've been going to different gyms. And when I go to newer gyms or different gyms, people that recognize me, come. it's not the gym that I kind of go to or staying at home. Right. And uh, these three came over. I didn't know they didn't say anything about wrestling or like sometimes the chip video. Right. And it could be a combination, but usually it's from wrestling with that uh and then there but there was one guy that just said man i just follow you on tiktok i love your tiktoks and i don't know if he knew me from wrestling or not but these three in particular they were very nice they came over when i was i was actually doing traps i believe on the smith machine i had just trained chest and uh and they just asked they go can we can we have a picture I go, absolutely and uh we, we take a picture together and say thank you nice to meet you guys and, and they go about their way and i go back to my workout and then yesterday i'm on instagram and I accidentally slid, I don't know, on the, like, I don't ever check, but I'm going to start doing this because it was so funny. I accidentally slid my phone on my page where it went to, like, my the, my name Ryback or whatever, people that post something that maybe tag me. And it was one of the, the top ones on my thing. I go, hey, I, I like when I find pictures like that that I don't have because then I I, could, I like to save them. Just I like to usually most of the time. And I go, oh, that's, I remember I just took that last week. And uh, I, I click on it and I, I go, oh, that's the, one of the guys. And on his post, and it, it was just, it was only a couple comments. And he, he just goes, he said something that, I don't know what he had. It was very simple. And somebody on, on the comments went, oh, oh, you met the chip guy? And, and he goes, no, he met me 100. And, um, and I just smiled because I go, that, that's odd. I don't remember going over. His name is Chris. I, go, I don't remember going over to, to Chris and asking for a photo. Uh, in the middle of his workout. In fact, I remember those three coming over, actually a little bit nervous, shaking a little bit perhaps when they, because you could feel when you take pictures, you could feel people's bodies kind of trembling. And it's always, it's always, it always makes me smile internally. I go, that's a pretty cool feeling. And, uh, and I go, that's not what happened. So I just simply said, Chris, I see everything. You met me. <laughs> and then I posted it on my page. So people could see how I how people will act one way and then go online, right? Because in his mind, he's he's never going to see this photo. I'm never going to see it, right? And but just sure enough, 
it accidentally in where I go, what a, what a crazy thing. But I was like, and he may not have even, you know, he may just know me as the chip guy. Maybe one of his, two of his friends knew me. Maybe he didn't with it. I don't know. But he wanted, he wanted to be in on the picture and he, he surely posted it. Right. So I was just like, that's not what happened, Chris. Let's be honest now. But it, I believe it's online dis- social dissonance or online dissonance is where people act one way online and then another way in person. Hello, hello. If Vince called you back tomorrow to work behind the scenes, would you go? No. My settlement needs to be taken care of. And even then, I'm not going back into that environment unless there'd have to be major changes, which they are going to be happening. So I'm just going to sit back with my popcorn, my chips, if you will, and let everything play out the way that I believe it's going to play out. Time is on my side. I'm not old. I'm not, I'm in the best shape. I'm like healthier than I've ever been. Time is on my side. Time is not on his side. And I'm going to super chat Tyler coming in hot again. Thank you, Tyler Sugru. Just started following you on Instagram. Going to go follow you on TikTok as well. Love your content. Thank you, Tyler. We are approaching, slowly approaching 3 million now. TikTok has is been a little bit, yeah, we're just under 1,000 in here right now on the live. It's I'm hoping they, they get it going. Where I, It's been over a week since I've had posts in the millions, and usually I get multiple posts in the millions every week on there. And I could tell when videos get slowed down because they'll start off hot, and then they instantly just stop, and I go, wait a minute. That's a video that I know would go into the millions. I got a pretty good gauge. Like, I'm pretty under good understanding. And when I, a video stops at like 20, 30,000 and then just stops, I go, that's odd. That, especially for nearly 3 million, the, the numbers need to be up. So hopefully uh, TikTok gets the account straightened up again and stops hiding my business. Why would you hide somebody's business? Oh, I know why. When you work with WWE illegally in a corrupt manner to, to try to rich, restrict somebody. That's why TikTok. That's why <clears throat> YouTube does it as well. YouTube is horrible as well, and I'm not going to shy away from it because I know what's going on. <clears throat> you could order Feed Me More Nutrition on FeedMeMore.com. We ship worldwide. We have a flat rate priority shipping worldwide: thirty four ninety nine, nineteen ninety nine to Canada. Let's see here. Hello, hello. I do want to say, too, uh, hold on, let me see here. Mike says, ironically, I could see WWE wanting you back now or in the near future. Everything will always work out. I I just sit back and smile for anybody that all the lies that are put out and people that think that like, you got to understand that company knows what they've done to me. 
They know the restrictions that they've put on me. They've seen me still have more followers than all their other people on their roster right there. On, on And they can't stop me. And as much as they're trying, they can't stop me with it. And karma is everything is working out the way that it is supposed to work out. I've got to prove in my mindset to you guys day in and day out. And I know what I am fully capable of. I know how much money I could make. I know how believable I am. I know the energy that I bring. And I am not shy about it. I, I, I know my value. I know exactly what I bring. I know what I can do. I know things that I maybe that I don't do, whatever. And I, but I know how to, I know how to get over. And they know that I know how to get over. And I prove it time and time again. So I don't need to be, I, I'm, and I'm the most down to earth person, but like when it comes to business and all this and the things that they have done, I just sit back. And like the other, you want to know what the best part about all of it is? I don't care about my legacy. I don't care about, I don't care about what people think about me with wrestling. I know that I've literally done it at the highest level and succeeded. I know I could play any role ever asked of me without a shadow of a doubt. So I could care less about people, the lies that people, I've survived all the worst stuff in the world already. And I'm better for it with it. So like, I could just sit back and I go, it's all going to work out the way it's going to work out. And I'm happy. I'm happy. And that drives people crazy that when you're happy, it drives them nuts. And I'm happy and I've got peace. And so I don't have to make any dumb decisions that I don't need to make. Things are going to work out the way they're supposed to work out. And I just keep taking care of business. And then the haters and the people will change their argument to something else. That's all that they do. And I'll just keep on being great and keep on doing me and keep on being successful and hashtag hungry. Uh, Blasting Ground says, hey, Ryback, ordered some of the big guy. Never tried anything similar, but I'm a fan of yours. One, two, three. So I'm going to assume this is what my girlfriend wants. I believe you're going to be very happy with the big guy, male performance formula, natural testosterone slash libido booster. All I got to say is go look at the reviews on Amazon. Look at the people that are actually posting their, their blood test results and showing in the people. I'm telling you, it is outside of you'll have some haters that are like Ryback is sucks. You could clearly see it is the product is is rated extremely well. And in majority, five stars, just like all the Feed Me More Nutrition line, because the products work with it. So I think you and your girlfriend are going to be very, very satisfied with the purchase. And I thank you. Hello, hello. But I am, I am Bruce. And so speaking of WWE in more news, uh, Bruce Pritchard has replaced John Laurinaitis, which I, I believe I just mentioned last week, they're going to do this in pieces. And I'm telling you, there's going to be more that I believe they're going to do as more and more NDAs are discovered on, cause they have NDAs for so many people that are in key positions there right now. Okay. And that if they start, if they truly do investigate, like, and this all is dependent on if they do a thorough, true investigation, <clears throat> which everything that I'm seeing leads me to believe that it would be um, in Vince's stepping down, Vince's step down because he knows the other things that they're going to find. And so it's not going to be as shocking that he's not in the CEO position when he has to then maybe leave creative or they are forced to sell the company. I think that it's going to be dependent on just how deep they go. But there's NDAs dating back. Oh, I mean, they're going to find a lot since they've been a publicly traded company on it. And it's going to, 
there's a lot of a lot of shady stuff in there. And I can tell you, based off the things, if they go in through their emails, I hope they go through their emails. And they're for, forced to turn over computers and conversations because it's going to then show everything that I've said is going to come out. And everyone, and I don't have to do anything anymore. And I, and I could just keep just saying, look, I told you, I told you, I told you, because I know already, and I'm not playing that dumb game, and they've gone out of their way to try to ruin my life. Uh-uh, not going to happen. Now we finish it. And uh, I think it's going to come. They're going to have stuff. There's, there's, I'm sure there's NDAs with Stephanie. I'm sure there's NDAs with, with Hunter. I know there is with Hunter already. They're going to find stuff. There's NDAs with Cena. They're going to find stuff on certain things and it's not going to be pretty. It's not. So, but we'll see. And uh, we'll see what happens with all of that. But Bruce, and I never worked with Bruce or for him. I've always, we follow each other on on Twitter and I always enjoyed his podcast with Conrad. I haven't listened to it in some time, but when I did, I always enjoyed, enjoyed the stories and whatnot. And, uh, and I don't know his involvement in anything, but uh, I won't be shocked to, to see several, if not more, uh, switches being made at an executive level up there. Kevin Dunn is another one. And then there's a bunch of names we don't even know that are probably involved. But Vince and the top executives, it's very telling because Vince stepping down is something that an innocent man would not do. Johnny, and then like Johnny being being sent home until that's not something they do with an innocent person. They go, that's because they know that they're going to find so many other things that these people are out of the positions already that, that they don't then it's not that the story doesn't have the blow on the company. Like the stock is already starting to go down, trickle down right with this. And it's being done to try to like stop like a sudden huge massive drop with like five positions changing at once. And that's why I'm telling you, they're going to do this in, in, in layers. It's been not even a week, a week or a week to the date of the story came out and just look at all the changes that have been made already. And that's in a week. And it seems like it's already been longer than I go. There's going to be, there's going to be more. There's going to be more. And then there might even be stuff they try to do quietly uh, in all of this as well. So, but uh, I'll just sit back. They have our settlement that they had proposed and we had revised. It's gone back and forth multiple times and I'm waiting and I'm going through with my trial for the Ryback trademark. We're going to win it. They don't want me to win it. And they're going to, at some point, they're going to have to to meet me at my terms or let me win the trademark, which they don't want to let me win the trademark with that because it publicly looks very bad for them with that. And Vince does not like to publicly lose. And I don't care if I publicly lose because I already can use the name wrestling. This was my whole point of doing this to begin with. And it cost me a lot of money, but it is I know and I know what I'm playing up against and I know who I'm playing against and I know everything that I've done from day one and why I'm doing it. And I don't need everyone to understand. I know why. And I'll be the one, I will be the victor at the end. Super, super chat. Wait, nope, that was the one we just did. Sorry, sorry. There's the new one. What's up? Thank you for the super chat. Hey, Ryback, is there any plans uh, you comes overseas to Europe, Germany, for some meet and greet or something like that? Would it be really nice to meet you? I have no plans on doing any meet and greets at this moment or traveling inter- traveling internationally. Uh, and quite frankly, nor do I want to. Uh, I, I don't. If I never had to leave the United States for the rest of my life, I would be completely okay with that. 
and that's I've been to Germany multiple times. I love I love being to other places, but I don't like traveling. I don't like like the plane for rides. I just I like I like being on the ground as much as possible. Um, I love being home as much as possible. And uh, you know, we'll have to see. You know, if I could just wrestle for the rest of my 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 career under the circumstances that I want in the United States, that's what I would do with it. And it's not to say I don't want to want to go other places. I've wrestled all around the world already. I just like being home and I like not flying as much as possible. And, you know, but uh, not to say that, that that doesn't mean that I'll never be there again. I'm just saying, like, I if I had it my way, I, I would just stay home as much as possible. <laughs> But I, I did I did do I wrestled in Germany and I did one an independent show there. It was either year one or year two after I left WWE. I think it might have been it was when I, I just started my stem cell procedures actually. I remember and because uh, I couldn't wrestle and I'd already wrestled so maybe that was year two that that started and uh, they were it was a very really really cool people on independent show over there. I had a really good time with all but I was just really really hurt but it was it was nice meeting everybody and. But I look back at all that and it's, uh, you know, I'm grateful too. I've got to travel the world and do things. But it, uh, to me, I, I, I like just being home. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care about going sightseeing. I don't, not that it's bad. Not that I want to enjoy it, but I just like, I like just being home. I'm like, I, I don't know. There's just, that's just who I am. And I, I try to just stay true to myself as much as possible. I'm also going to touch on, let me see if there's a question. But uh, yeah, Vegas is, it's overcast in, in Vegas today. I'm hoping we get a, a, a bunch of rain. We, we need it. We need it more than Lake Mead continues to, uh, to, to, to get less and less. But I do believe... Um, that there's going to be, they're going to, they're going to start taking some, some action here and get the water level back up here. I do believe that is going to happen. I'm very optimistic on it, actually. Uh, Big Mike TV, thank you for the super chat. Feed me more. What's good? Just another day in paradise, brother. And uh, getting ready to, to, to go train in a little bit after all this. Got to do some business, take a phone call and uh, take the dogs out. Take them for their little, their weekly, their daily, four or five days a week. Take them out to Starbucks, and all the girls at Starbucks love them. Big guys over huge with the dogs. You you want to you want to be over with people. Take your dogs when you got little Frenchies and Boston's. Just dogs in general. Just take your dogs around you. Go to a public place. The women are. Oh my God! Oh, you what a sweetheart! And uh, we wouldn't think you had dogs like that. And you're just like, yeah, I love animals. <laughs> the, uh, but uh, yeah, I like taking them out. They, they now look for it. I, I told you guys get the pup cup for them once a week, and I got it for them twice last week. Now they want it every day. They are addicted to the sugar. But I, I usually will just get one and split it with them. And uh, once we get home, and and I'll, I'll like feed it to the little guy can lick out of the cup. Sophie, I have to hand feed her, and then I got to clean the damn whipped cream off the sidewalk outside because it stay it leaves white marks all over it. And uh and the dogs they get it all over their faces and gotta clean them up afterwards. But it uh it makes me happy to see they love that stuff. So although that <clears throat> I will say the 
Uh, we're going to go ahead and throw a shell shock. You want me to say hello to who? I can't read the name. The say hello. Oh, say hello, Ali. But you've already been blocked, so you didn't hear me say that. So don't spam the chat, guys. You can, you know, you say one, and I'll probably go, hey, what's up, Ali? But you leave it, you know, five, six, seven, 20 times, you're going to get shell-shocked out of Rybackville every time. It's not, I'm not asking for much. I'm just asking you to be a decent human being and not spam a, a show that's built around the chat. This show is built and functions around the chat. Let's see. Oh, this is Orbitary. Thank you for the super chat. So apparently it was Paul Heyman who started the rumor of you and Brock getting into a fight. Did you enjoy your time having him as your manager? Orbitary, where did you hear that? If that is, um, I'm interested in knowing where did you hear that from on that or where did you read it from? Uh, I suspected it was it was him or Punk that had put that out uh, because I can't remember the timing uh, or or one of the other shady peoples in that company at the time uh, with all of that. But I just remember again, and I just give you facts. It was me and uh, it was me versus Donnie Marlowe with Hunico, I believe, out there, and it was the first match that I was Ryback was going to be taken off his feet, right? And it was on a pay-per-view and Donnie Marlowe gave me a forearm to the face. And, uh, and this is like, we literally, this was a rehearsal, uh, with the, with the, with the producer because they wanted it to look good because it was the first time as me as Ryback was going to get knocked off my feet since coming there and, and destroying multiple people and facing some of the WWE roster and nobody taking me off my feet. Right. And so it was like, it was, it was, and they were going to put it over on commentary and Donnie Marlowe, and then I said, man, lay into me on that. But I didn't really want him to, like, put his forearm right into my eye socket. Unfortunately, things happened, and it looked like a million bucks out there, right? But it, it busted my eye. My eye was all bloodshot. With it. it looked badass. When I'd come out the next night, and then when I'd do the, would put my head up and go, more, and then wake up, it's feeding time deal. But when I just look up with my eyes and they zoom in on my face, my eye looked like that Terminator blood, just like cyber organism eye, right? The the Terminator eye, which I was, that was the origins of the Ryback character for me. So I dug it. And then I remember like later seeing like they, I didn't even remember it. I didn't know anything about this at the time. And it was later that it was, I remember something that, that Brock Lesnar and me got into a fight and Brock beat me up. And I just remember thinking, wait, when did that happen? I remember Brock and me like talking quite a bit and Brock using my bands and, and us getting along but I don't remember when that fight happened on that. And that's when I remember, I just thinking, I go, man, people just put out lies. And like, I didn't understand. I, cause I stayed away from like the dirt sheet stuff. And I didn't know, like, so I had no idea who that smeltzer and Alcatraz guy I'd never had heard of them in my entire life being in wrestling up to that point. No idea who those, who those guys were. And I just remember who's like putting out these, these fake stories on like, and why, why would you put that out? But now everything I've explained to you guys and right. But and again, if that was truly Paul, I, I would ask what would be the motive for putting that out for him? Is it to set up a Brock and Ryback storyline? Ne never once was proposed. Never once did Paul come up and said, man, I really think you and Brock would be good, do, do good business together. But you know what? If you're going to do that, don't you think if you're going to, if that was truly something he did, which I don't put it, I 100% believe that he would do that. 
based off our things I know about him and in, in our interactions, is what do you come up to the guy and go, hey, I'm thinking about maybe leaking something out to make it look like there's an issue with you and Brock and maybe set something up. And, and by the way, that, that would be something I'd go, no, you're not leaking that out because that didn't happen. How does that benefit me at all? That makes me look bad, if anything, because it makes it look like by the article that was out, it made it look like I was in the wrong. On, on right, and I, but I just look. I go look at the things that came out and how it still did not stop my momentum. On that, that would have killed the push of a lot of guys. Like crowd could have turned. Not once did anyone, because I don't think the majority of people would even believe it. But the ones that it was put out for, I appeal to the mass casual people and regular people too that don't even read that stuff. Right, so it's like people at home watching with that, and then you have the the the, the online people that are right. So, but. uh it wouldn't shock me if he was the one. I like. I just don't understand what the reasoning would be outside of uh, just to try to make me look bad. But a lie, and that just makes you say, what else does he lie about, right? And uh, and like I said, working with him, um, never wanted to, never wanted to, and uh, and I, and it was, it was, uh, I was doing the bullying gimmick. It was getting over. They pulled me out of that to get two pay-per-views with Punk, I believe. I believe it was two more pay-per-views with Punk. One or two. Because Curtis Axel with Heyman had run its course a little quicker than I think that they expected. And uh, Paul needed somebody for like two more months or something. or Two or three more months. And that's why you saw it suddenly. And Paul and him and Punk did a real number behind the scenes at this point with a lot of lies that I was unaware of. But this was the point I remember, and I, I've told the story, this was the point. I had no idea that people like would go to Vince and like, I had never once in my in a million years ever thought about going into Vince's office and talking bad about somebody. I, I just never, I'm not that type of like, like I just couldn't imagine going and doing that. And um, Punk and Heyman were, were, I guess, doing this, quite a bit during this period when Paul was supposed to be with me, right? It wasn't, it was all, it was all, this was putting the nail along with what everything else going on. And uh, I remember Vince, I saw him in the UK and I had to go talk to him and Paul and punk walk by in the hallway and say something. And I, I don't know if they said good luck or there was something. And I just remember thinking like, what the hell is going on? And I go into Vince's office and Vince was really, really upset, like upset, like, uh, and he'd always been very, up to this point, we always had good conversations. We usually always did. But uh, he goes, I don't know what to do with you. And I go, what do you mean you don't know what to do with me? And, uh, and he goes, I don't know if I have to send you back to NXT. And I said, why would you send me back to NXT? And he goes, I don't know. Like it was the oddest conversation I've ever had. Little did I know Punk and them were just burying me in here. And uh, and I just looked at him. I go, well, send me back to NXT. I go, I don't give a shit. And, and he looks, he literally stops and just, he just puts his head down and he doesn't know what to say. I'm just sitting there. I could give, I don't care. And uh, he goes, well, I don't want to do that. And I go, well, don't talk stupid then. And then that was it. And we moved on to something else with that. But that's like, I wish he never would, would say the things that other people were saying. And then I could have just said, no, those are all lies. And these, this is why these are lies, right? But that it's all a product of his world that he's created with these scumbags and people that work there and the things that they do. So it's just like Punk telling the Shield guys, 
with this, that I was a bad person and that I was going to try to take advantage of them prior to us working. And like Ambrose has told this story and like Ambrose like going like, no, he's actually really nice and good. And like, doesn't even remotely try. And we all got along great. And I, but that was just him just trying to stir the pot. And that's because he's the guy with all the insecurities and all these issues that so many people just don't it just, I just laugh at, but I call him out on all the time. Like, I know what he is and who he is. And he's, he's nothing that he tries to portray, not even close. And, and he showed that. He's shown that multiple times now, and more and more people are becoming aware of it. But I'll never back down or change my word on it because I already know the truth. All right, Life of Daz, good to see you, my man. Just showing some good vibes, buddy. Hope all is good. All is well in Rybackville, Daz. I hope you are doing well, my man. And uh, everything is, uh, is all smooth jazz in the land of Daz. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, here's a good comment. This was something I wanted to talk about. Uh, thoughts on body shaming and wrestling after Booker T's comments on Adams Cole Cole's weight. So I just talked about this in my Feed Me More Nutrition newsletter today. Um, one, so Booker, I've already spoke. Booker's pro WWE. Booker's come out and said he he's paid by WWE. He's very pro WWE. He won't give his full honest takes on things going on with WWE. Uh, but he seems to be a little more uh, vocal on things outside of the company, right? I think everyone can agree on that. Uh, and I'll say this, and Booker, with the comments he's made, and I've, I haven't blocked on everything. He's, he's on the same shit list as Mark Henry to me with that. And both guys that were paid by WWE to say bad things. But in this case, I, and I, I've heard part of it. I, and he's talked very positively about, about Adam Cole. What I heard was a guy give advice to a guy being used in a main event or like a, a top position that adding more weight. And I, I believe I heard him even preface it saying, I don't know if he's injured or he is injured, but I heard him, a guy who is, who is like, I grew up liking in wrestling. And I, I still, to this day, despite the things he said, I, I, I like him as a wrestler. I respect him as a, as a wrestler with that. And, and he does give good advice on things, I believe, as far as that goes. And I could distinguish my personal feelings on that and step back and go, no, he does speak very, like he's a guy you should listen to when it comes to wrestling on, on a lot of things, or at least be open to at least hear it. What I heard was a, a guy give advice to a guy who is, playing a role in it in, in who beat a guy twice his size that that you might need to add a little more muscle, put a little more size on your physique, which I have talked about this in pro wrestling. And, and I could tell the way Booker talks, it's the same philosophy and things that you want to look the part as much as possible for the role that you were playing. So again, you now if he was being in a role in, on 205 Live or whatever, right, he's he fits that role pretty well with that, with, with, with whatever he weighs. And I have no issues with guys looking different. I talk about this. As long as you work hard and you're able to go out there and be believable, believable. but I do believe if, like, you were – it's the illusion of a real fight, that you take that training mindset and apply it to pro wrestling, that it's just a – it's a um, a pride thing, a self-respect thing. It's making it easier for people to, to, to suspend their disbelief a little better, right? And in this – so it's physical acting. And I've told you – I'll use this example again. 
you do not cast the role of the Terminator to a three or four foot person who is either really skinny or really overweight to play that, right? Will people go watch the movie? People will go watch the movie, but will it do box office numbers that like, will it really, will it break records doing that? Probably not. Why? Now, why? Ask yourself. The reason why is people will not be able to suspend their disbelief while watching the movie that that is a believable role that that guy is playing in. Pro wrestling is no different. And what I believe Booker T was doing was simply offering advice or a suggestion that if you wanted to try, and he likes him, he's talked great about him many times, that if you could pack on a little more weight on your physique and the role that you are currently playing, it will help the product overall. It will help get more people watching the product. It will help numbers go up, right? And again, I don't believe the word body shaming came from clickbait headlines and people that do this and take things and they took a clip of him talking about his weight with that and not you don't put anything else positive. You take that clip of him suggesting that he needs to put on more muscle, right? With it. And then you put Booker T body shames Adam Cole, says he's too skinny or whatever it is. And, and like then people then don't go and listen to things. And I've had this done against me many times. They don't listen to the full context. They don't sometimes take the sarcasm aspect of things. They don't, they don't listen to something in, in, in its entirety. And they react based off of what that headline is meant to elicit an emotion, usually negative emotion out of people. They get really angry. They then go attack. And then what other people do? Other people see the people attacking on Twitter and then the, the thing trending. And then they jump in on the attack. Before you know it, you're so far gone from what was actually suggested or advice from somebody who is considered a wrestling legend, a Hall of Famer, right? Say on, on how this guy could, could improve. And I'm, you have to have common sense and just logic looking at this. I could take my personal feelings aside and go, he was he was wrongfully attacked in this on that. And then you have wrestling personalities and people, everyone hopping on that body shaming thing on that. And I don't think that's what he was what he was doing personally on, on any of that. Now, does it happen? Fans do it all the time to people. I've been attacked my whole career for, for steroids, right? Body shame. So here's the thing. People are going to attack you for being in too good a shape. People are going to attack you for being overweight. People are going to attack you for being skinny. With that from the fans, we see it. We saw Jericho get attacked for when his body, because they, he wasn't as lean, even though I thought he was still in great shape, but he maybe put on a little bit of weight, God forbid, after wrestling for 30 years, right? And then, and then what does he do? He gets in, in phenomenal shape really quickly again. But then people, what do they do? They accuse him of using drugs. And so it, there's a never-ending cycle of those people that are unhappy and attacking people that will just change their argument and attack. I don't think Booker team from what I heard did not sound like he was like one of those fans attacking him, but he was giving advice. And again, it comes into the role that you were playing, you know, and I understand, and I've seen a lot of people, they, they saw the Adam Cole Samoa Joe match and they go, they were not able to suspend their disbelief and believe that a guy over half his size was able to defeat Samoa Joe. And I can understand that. And a lot of people, the outsiders that see that, that is how they think. And it, it is, there's a reason why they have weight divisions in fighting. And it's not to say that every once in a blue moon, somebody of a, of a smaller stature can't have an upset of a lifetime over someone because, because it has happened, but not to such huge degrees, right? And I said, if anybody in the world thinks Conor McGregor is going to go in there and knock out Francis Nagano, you have another thing coming. There's a reason why they have weight divisions, right? With it, and I think pro wrestling, 
the closer that you can cast talent in the right roles and keep things as close as possible. And then you could bend the rules here and there, but you never want it to be too drastic. And I just simply believe Booker was just offering him friendly advice. Now, now you could argue, you know, you can go, well, couldn't Booker just pick up the phone and text him and say, yeah, but that unfortunately in this day and age where we all live, people give suggestions publicly on it, but I don't think it was malicious in any way with it. Like I just, from what, from what I heard and it, was I did just did not seem malicious and he's been very pro Adam Cole throughout his career from other things I've heard so uh but with that I think a lot of the fans body shame or the negative marks if you will with that I think they're the ones but my thing is my thing is here at the end of the day man people are going to say what they're going to say block smash keep moving forward when I see like the other personalities and like Renee, I see Renee like speak up and like Renee, Renee gives her opinions on everything all the time, right? It'd be really easy to take some things that she says and really blow those up if you want, if you want, right? And it's like, you got to have some common sense and look back and go, wait, maybe he was taken out of context a little bit and clickbaited in which he came out and said, and he was, and he was with it. And then, but he's allowed to, to give a suggestion on a, because it is a real thing that is a guy that is being used in a role to beat heavier guys that look. If you if you put on a little more weight, you're going to help be more believable in the role that you're playing, and I see nothing wrong with that. And I don't see I don't see body shaming going on with that, right? Like I've said, I've dealt with people telling me I'm on drugs and steroids my whole career, and I laugh. Like if you only knew how hard I work and, and the genetics I have and, and the work that I put in, and how I work so hard not to be that. But what do I do? Block, smash, keep going forward. People are going to think what they're going to think because it's a loser mentality. They change their argument daily. They, they hate one thing. The next day, they're on the other side of something. And it's just to distract themselves, to just the, to block themselves out from their, their life of misery. And that's what you, my thing is, don't ever get caught up in their world because you'll be miserable just like them. So that's my thoughts on it. I don't see that going on, like as far as from, from, from what Booker had said with that. And you got to have some common sense and logic and take a step back and go back and look and say, go, go listen and go. I think he was just given a suggestion. And then, you know, and, and, if, and if you don't agree with it, you just don't listen to it. You move on, right? It's not that the guy, then you don't go, you don't go, oh, we're going to try to cancel him and this and that and this, make up things to try to make it worse. No, block, it'll die down in two, three days, four days, five at the latest, and you guys will be mad at something else. It happens all the time, right? Happens all the time. Hello, hello, Tyler Shugru again. If your catchphrase is "feed me more," if Boogeyman shoved a handful of worms in your mouth, would you still want to be fed more? That is a uh, one situation where I probably, um, you know, would would not want to be. And uh, obviously, "feed me more" can be can be used in, in many different uh, ways. Uh, one with food, but obviously for me, it's it's want more out of life. Uh, and it could be competition when used in wrestling terms. Uh, you know, it could be used in different settings with that. I don't know if that is something, you know, would it make a great segment, you know, with, with something and, and Ryback and Boogeyman in the ring and Ryback screaming, feed me more. Hey, you know, what if the, the segment was Ryback's in the ring and doing the feed me more than the lights go out and the Boogeyman's music hits and he comes out and offers me a handful of worms as a gesture of feeding me more, do I think that could be a really, really entertaining segment? I do. 
with it. Do I want to particularly do that and then eat a handful of worms with the boogeyman and have that image living around and, and women seeing that and go, ew, I don't want to kiss that guy. He's had a mouthful of worms. Probably not. Probably not. Nor do I, do I want like PETA and all the organizations for killing the worms on TV? No, I don't want that smoke, guys. I don't want that smoke. We've shell-shocked Ali. Ali has been hit with a double shell-shock out of Ryabackville. It amazes me how many YouTube accounts some people make. Like, Ali, like, literally just knows he's going to get blocked by people, so he has probably five accounts ready to go at all times. Let's see here. Uh, but, yeah, body shaming... Body shaming has existed. My thing is you got to strengthen your mind. And this is where I talk about you got to have that hungry mindset. People are will never be able to control. Do you think you're going to stop people, billions of people from thinking and doing what they want to do, right? Yeah, we want everyone to have a positive, loving mindset. It's, it, it's not realistic that everyone's going to have a positive, loving mindset. It wasn't realistic when the, when the human civilization first started. How is it going to be possible with 8 billion plus people? Now, can we preach it and we want people to be it? Yeah, and we can encourage it. But what we need to ultimately do is strengthen ourselves so that we can just block, smash, and keep moving forward. You're never going to change the tune, like I said, of how, how people act and what they do. And like I said, fans are by far, quote unquote, the fans' negative marks, the ones that are that are hateful. They are by far the worst on all that stuff. And my thing is just block them and keep moving on. Uh, yeah, we've talked about the AEW Forbidden Door thing. I don't watch a lot of that, the other products on that, but I understand business-wise they're doing something different, and I'll never, never knock anything like that. And uh, we'll see what the numbers do. As long as from a business decision and, and they do good business and, and hopefully they're profitable uh, with the pay-per-view coming up and, and everything, and there's, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't have any, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's something different though, right? And I think that's good to give fans something different just from, from what the norm is. Uh, let's see. Tyler emptying out the bank account further. Thank you, Tyler Sugru. Do you think Nexus would have been able to attack Brock Lesnar, or would he have sent you all to Suplex City? That's a good question, Tyler. I don't, uh, I think the way that Nexus was being built was though that when we had our numbers, that there was nobody that could stop us, right? When we were in full, the full numbers game. So, and we were, we were, we were protected pretty well up until that, the SummerSlam match. So, it all, it depends. Is the Brock Lesnar pre or post SummerSlam? And then, you know, I got, I got hurt shortly thereafter and it was gone. And uh, the group, I, I felt a great sense of responsibility and letting people down on that after the ankle break and, and injury on that. Cause I was supposed to be the big, big tough one. Right. 
with that and, and then things kind of Darren Young got kicked out prior to that and things just kind of fell apart from there with it but I do believe Nexus uh, like I said we left our mark and I do believe that I believe if a Nexus return ever was to happen that it would be a very big big thing uh because fans remember it and it left such a memorable uh impact on the business I believe for a debut and uh and that 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 initial run that we had was was pretty damn hot <clears throat> but I do I do think I think we I think we lay out uh, lay out the Brock Lesnar, the beast incarnate. And then he would suplex City at it individually. Alpine G Hall, can you say hi to my friend's dog named Rat? <laughs> Hello, dog's friend named Rat. <laughs> I hope you're doing well. Ali going for the triple shell shock here in Rybackville. Ali is out of Rybackville once again with his his third account. Ali, I think it would just be better just to come in and enjoy the show rather than than wanting me to say hi to you. But hey, it's your account. Do what you want. Yeah, I did. I've talked about the sodium content in most foods. Now I'm wondering why I'm obese since I almost always eat junk food. Yeah, so sodium is a really tricky thing. We do need we do need uh, a good amount of sodium still, but it depends also. Like if you have high blood pressure, genetics play a role. But it depends depends how much you work out, how much you sweat, uh, and you gotta. My thing is 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 to in like when you're trying to cut water, it's good to drop your sodium levels down to get rid of excess body water in particular, especially if you got a photo shoot or a bodybuilding competition, something, and it's not something you do long-term though, right? It's very short-term with that, but regular everyday day-to-day life on top of that, like, so if, like, if you're somebody and you, you're trying to lose 10, 15 pounds going into a wedding, you hear that all the time with, with, with women or men, different men that want to look a little better for photos coming up, right? You could, you start, you, you start cutting your calories, you exercise more, but what you do is you want to try to, to, to cut your sodium down. And what that's going to do is help drop excess water uh, in your body, which is going to lower the scale, but it's going to drop water out from under the skin. It can make, if you're not in shape already, though, it's just essentially going to be just weight loss. But like if you already have mus- muscular definition and you're just holding water, you'll become more vascular. You'll see really cool differences in your body doing this with that. But a lot of the junk food and the eating out, processed food from the store, a lot of like the, the the prepped foods, canned foods that aren't low sodium, uh, and, and fast food and eating out in restaurants, the sodium content is so high that now if you're an athlete and you're training and you're doing the sauna and you and you go out and eat, that's not a big deal. You probably probably need it, need it to be honest, and not to say you need it that much, but it, it, it the impact of it is is not is very negligible because because of how much you're sweating, how much sodium you're losing throughout the day. But if you're someone that's just, that's not, you eat out two, three, four times a day, you're getting so much extra sodium, four, five, six, seven, ten times the amount you even need, if not more than that. So it is, it's crazy. And that's where you see a lot of the health complications with people with that. And you, 
by simply eating at home more. And another thing you can do is adding potassium to your meals balances out the sodium as well with that. So on days on certain things, I'll put potassium in my meals as well. And it's kind of kind of got it down to a science on eyeballing it and then going by my blood pressure. And I can tell when my blood pressure gets really low and good that I go, I'm on really doing things right. And like, so I'm very consistent with my diet on that. Uh, but even like traveling and stuff too. Now, like if I ever would go anywhere, I'll take the potassium. You could buy like a three pack in the store or whatever on, on Amazon or just go buy them in the store individually. Take one of them on the road with you and just keep it on you to, to sprinkle if you have to eat out a little more. And that's one way to naturally combat sodium from eating out uh, in, in like from fast food and restaurants by adding potassium to your meals that way with it. But ideally, you want to be cooking at home and making food at home more, uh, eating and eating foods closer to the to their original source is as far away from being processed as possible. Now we're human. Are we going to do that? Yes. And there's just it's a key of, is balancing that out as much as possible. But I could tell like that day, I'll tell you, like when I had um, this week's uh, Ryback uh, feeding time with uh, the Wands Flaming Fajitas in Cantina, I could tell that the sodium they had in that. And I actually added potassium salt the day I did my video because I had it for my father. For Father's Day, I got a bunch of food and went over. And I could tell that day I ate, I didn't add potassium to it. And I could tell, I go, man, they have a lot of sodium in this. And uh, so I made sure to add potassium later on that night. Uh, quite a bit of it to to one of my meals at home. And then the next day when I did the video, I added potassium to the rice and beans prior to filming to combat some of that sodium in that because I could tell it was just way more than what I would what I would normally eat. And I make my own rice at home and stuff. And, you know, and I could put some pink Himalayan sea salt, some iodine sea salt and, and my potassium on it. Right. And it, it tastes better than than all what they do. But yeah, man, you got to get that under control. And that's that's the key is you got to you got to cut down. Maybe you cut down to just one meal out a day, but use the potassium with it as well. And then try to get that down to maybe a few times a week. And then maybe it's just once a week you eat out. Right. And that's where balance comes in. And uh, and you'll be able to do that for the rest of your life rather than do that and then get really sick and have to go on a bunch of prescriptions and then tell you, like, you need to make a radical change or you're going to die. That's the choice you make by by put, adding some balance into your life, right? Hello, hello, hello. And with that, guys, we're actually we're going to wrap up today's show. I've got to get off this. I got to do a few things before I got to take a phone call here for Feed Me More Nutrition. But I greatly appreciate all the love and support as always. Please check out my Feed Me More Nutrition line available on feedmemore.com. You can save 20% with discount code RYBACKSHOW20. We've got all the Ryback merch and new shirts and everything available over there as well. And again, save 20% with discount code RYBACKSHOW20. And iTunes reviews are greatly, greatly appreciated, my friends. Until next time, stay hungry. Feed me more. Hey, Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications. For the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch, visit feedmemore.com.